Well, with that sounds, it tells you that it is Q&A on The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. With myself, Mohammed Zain Machita, and of course, Q&A taking your questions uh, on the number. The lines are open immediately. You can either phone us on 021-442-3530, or the easy way to do it is simply SMS us to the number 47913. That is uh, 47913, and send us your questions. Mufti will be with us for the next hour, inshallah. Well, uh, first and foremost, let's greet the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain on the line. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Wa alaikum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Jazakallah khairan, Brother Muhammad Zain. Barakallah fikum. MashaAllah, how's Mufti keeping this evening? No, alhamdulillah, wonderful weather. Everything is fine. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Well, we go straight into our very first question this evening. Something which is very relevant at the moment. It says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. Is it permissible to vote in a democratic election of this country we are living in, Mufti? Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem Amma ba'd All praise is due to Almighty Allah The sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of this universe Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Our verdict on this issue is It is permissible to vote However, if any person does not vote, then there is no sin upon that person. Secondly, which party should one vote for? Remember, an easy way to how to solve this conundrum will be read Allahumma khirli wakhtarli. Allahumma khirli, oh beloved Allah, you select the best for me, wakhtarli, and you choose for me. Then whichever party comes in our heart, in our mind, then you vote for them, inshallah. Inshallah, she can indeed move to the next question. Mufti, I got two brothers, two sisters, they murtad. I said to them they must uh, come back to the deen. They refuse to come back. What must I do? Obviously, you should cry to Almighty Allah and make dua, Ya Allah, bring them back into the fall of Islam. But as long as they are murtad, your brothers, your sisters, whoever, then you must excommunicate them, boycott them. You must not invite them for any function. You must totally cut off and sever ties with them. But in the meantime, beg Almighty Allah to bring them back to the fall of Islam. Well, our number is 021-442-3530, or of course, the easy way to do it, you can simply SMS us to the number 47913, get your questions in early. Uh, inshallah, we only have an hour with the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain, that SMS line number again, 47913. Now, Mufti, as a husband, who comes first, your mother or your wife? Mustafa Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam encapsulated and mentioned this beautifully in the hadith in Mustadrak Hakim Inna a'adham al-nasi haqqan al-rajul ummuhu wa inna a'adham al-nasi haqqan al-mar'a zawjuha The person who has the greatest rights over the male after he's married is his mother and the person who has the greatest rights over the female is a husband. So it is your mother first and then your wife. So daytime your mother, nighttime your wife. Shikanda Mufti, um, what is the Easter for non-Muslims? So what, is the in, what is in for them? They say that Nabi Isa uh, died for their sins. Can Mufti please explain? 
regarding Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam, the Quran mentions his honorable name 25 times. Obviously, we reject that totally. Almighty Allah states, وَمَا قَتَلُوهُ وَمَا سُلَبُوهُ Nor do they kill Nabi Isa alayhi salam, nor do they crucify him. So we believe he was taken up alive by Almighty Allah as enshrined in the noble Quran, بَرَّفَعَهُ اللَّهُ إِلَيْهِ So he will still come back and then there will be Islam only on this earth and then he will pass away a natural death in Medina Munawwara and will be buried next to Mustafa Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Now Mufti, the men folk in our house, they don't go to the mosque for salah but do it at home but don't even make salah together. Each one of them go to a separate room. They don't, they even exclude the women. Is this a right of the men folk in the house? They're committing multiple crime. Crime number one is they don't go to the masjid. Crime number two is, let's say, if they have some reason, sometime a person can wake up late, then they should make jamaat in the home. And third one is this. It seems that there's so much disunity in that family that everyone just does his own thing. So remember, the men should be reading salat in the masjid. Quran Karim says, فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدٍ خَلْفٌ أَدْوَاءُ الصَّلَاةُ salat means to squat and waste the salat and the meaning is that they read at home what the Bawushawat following their desires so remember that's a serious sin so men as far as possible should read in the masjid and the women should read at home that is the best well our number 021-442-3530 and of course our SMS line number 47913 the program Q&A on the line the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein answering all of your questions we go on to our next question Mufti it says, Mufti, my parents, both of them, has not passed on, and now we have uh, the inheritance to deal with. However, my sister insists that she will go to court. She wants to have an equal sh- share with the boys. Something that we can do, Mufti, to make her understand that that is not right. Almighty Allah, grant your parents Jannatul Firdaus. You, the sons, daughters, children, should read Surah 14, verse 41. Surah 14, Surah Ibrahim, verse 41. Rabbana gfilli wa li walidayya wa lil mu'minina yawma yaqumul hisab. Remember that you, the sons and daughters, all of you will inherit. The sons double and the daughters single. For her to say that she will go to court and challenge, how can she challenge the court of all? Almighty Allah? Show her Surah number 4, Surah Nisa, and verse number 11. That the share of the male is double that of the female. Surah number 4, verse number 11. And then show her verse number 4 and verse 14 Almighty Allah says whosoever disobeys Almighty Allah and his messenger and you go beyond the limits so now your share is one third but you want equal to the share of the male so you're going beyond the limits Almighty Allah will dispatch such a person to Jahannam and the fire for a long time for such a person is a humiliating punishment. Show her Surah number 4, Surah Nisa, verses 11 and verse 14. If she does not listen, if she's rejecting it, then she's out of the fall of Islam. And if she's doing it for greed, then she is a major sinner. So you need to explain all that to her.
Shikran indeed. Mufti, what are we going to do now? We're going to uh, pay the bills, inshallah, but at the same time, the Wakta of Maghrib has entered in Johannesburg already. So Mufti will be performing his Maghrib, and we will continue with Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein at 20 past 6, inshallah. Well, we continue now with Q&A here on The Voice of the Cape. Our lines are still open, 021-442-3530. Taking your calls off air, but the preferred method for you to do it is to simply SMS us to the number 47913. That is 47913. And of course, uh, Mufti on the line again. We'll break for uh, the Wakt of Maghrib at about 22. We'll come back at about 10 to inshallah for another 10 minutes of the program. That will take us up to about 7 o'clock. For now, we continue with our questions. Uh, for Mufti, uh, the next question it says uh, uh, a widow, a lady, uh, wants to play squash with a strange male partner and says it's okay because her son is with her as a mahram. Is this allowed in Islam, Mufti? Definitely not allowed because all Allah says In Islam you can't take strange men or strange women to be your friend and say no we're only playing squash, we're only doing this. Tomorrow you'll play other kinds of squash then, you know. So you must be very careful. Islam does not allow these type of things. Now, Mufti, is it true that some ulama says that hadith is divine? Almighty Allah, Azza wa Jalla, tells us in the Noble Quran, وَمَا يَنْتِكُ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ إِنْ هُوَ إِلَّا وَحْوِي يُوحَىٰ Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam does not speak of his own desires, but it is but revelation which has come to him. If you want reference of this, open the Noble Quran, Surah Wan Najmi, that is Surah number 53, and verse number 3 and 4, you'll find it, Surah 53, verses 3 and 4. So definitely hadith is divine as well. That is the authentic hadith of Mustafa Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. It is wahi. Now, Mufti, if a man tells his wife they need space from each other, does that constitute as a talaq or must the actual words talaq be used? In a case like that where they say they need space for one another and so forth, the marriage is still valid, no talaq has taken place. What they need to do is both parties should just separate temporarily for a few days or one, two weeks, and then absence make the heart grow fonder, inshallah. They come back with presents and lot of gifts, and then they go back, inshallah, and recover the time they must, you know, make ada and qaza, meaning that they will do a lot of things, inshallah. Inshallah. <laughs> Shukran, our number 47913. Simply type up your question and uh, SMS it to the number 47913. Remember, SMSs are charged at 150. Now, Mufti, I have recently heard that Sayyidina Umar radiallahu an was indirectly responsible for the death of Aisha radiallahu anha. I have never come across this info before. Mufti? This is the propaganda of the Shias. We must remember that they come with some crazy ideas. Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha passed away in the year 57 A.H. Sayyidah Abu Huraira radiallahu anha performed the Salatul Janaza. Sayyidah Umar radiallahu anha passed away and was martyred in the 23rd year of the Hijrah. Verse 23 A.H. and verse 58 and 57 A.H. So it shows that so many years, gaps and decades have passed. So therefore, there's a fabrication and a lie. Shikanda Mufti, um, what can I read or do? My mother gossips, slander, backbite all day, every day. 
What you must do, my dear sister or dear brother, is when mommy and the family are all present, then take Riyadu Salihin, the famous work written by Allama Nawawi, Rahimahullah. He was one of the greatest Shafi scholars of his time. So take Riyadu Salihin in Arabic, if you know Arabic, otherwise the English, and read there daily five, ten minutes, and you will see slowly, slowly it will have a positive impact and mommy will start realizing that what she is doing is totally incorrect. She can indeed. Uh, going on to our next question. Uh, Mufti, is a marriage allowed when a Muslim, uh, when one partner is Muslim and the other is a Christian, Mufti? It is not permissible in Islam. Almighty Allah, Jalla wa'ala, tells us in Surah 60, Surah Mumtahina, verse 10, that if the male, if the male is a Christian or any non-Muslim, and the woman is a Muslima, then it is not permissible with any non-Muslim man. No Muslim woman is allowed to marry a non-Muslim man, irrespective of which faith he believes. Similarly, for a Muslim male to marry a Christian lady, Jewish lady, it is not permissible, especially nowadays. Even a scholar like Sheikh Yusuf Qardawi has passed this fatwa in his fatwa mu'asara, which I have by me, because the conditions are not fulfilled. Easy example I give you. If, hypothetically, for argument's sake, a Muslim male gets married to the Christian Jewish lady, she brings wine or swine and all that to the house, what will happen? Secondly, she gives birth to your child and baby. When the baby child grows up, what will they teach? Christianity, Judaism. So therefore, Islam does not allow this type of nikah. She can indeed on to our next question, Mufti. What should the relationship be with an ex-wife where the children are adults? Is it correct for her to attend family functions of ex-in-laws, Mufti? Remember that between the ex-husband and ex-wife, they must have no contact with one another because the children are all grown up and so forth. They are total strangers to one another. They can't be shaking hands on speaking and socializing. <laughs> However, if the mother-in-law, the ex-mother-in-law, the ex-father-in-law and so forth call her and she as the ex-daughter-in-law comes, so that is fine because between her, the previous daughter-in-law and the ex-father-in-law, there is no hijab between them. So it shows that that will be permissible if the previous father-in-law, previous daughter-in-law, mother-in-law and they meet, so that is fine. But not the ex-husband and ex-wife, that definitely is not permissible. This question, it doesn't seem like the full question came through, but we'll see if Mufti can make something from this question. It says, Salam Mufti, what does being a Gentile mean? A person reverted from Christianity to Islam many years ago, but tells his family now that their belief system is probably not right, I suppose. Yes, no, what the person is trying to say is two, three things. When you study Judaism, then the Jews say that they are the selected people by Almighty Allah. Allah forbid they made Allah a racist. And they call all of us Gentiles. They call us Goyim, people who are non-Jews. Quran Karim makes mention of this. Laysa alayna fil ummiyina sabil. They call us ummiyin in Arabic and in English and so forth. They call it Gentile, non-Jews. And Goyim is in their Hebrew and their terminology, the term they use. So anyway, for a Muslim to say he's a Gentile and so forth, we got nothing to do with this. Remember this. 
for Muslims to use this type of terminology definitely is unacceptable. And if a person says he has changed to become a Gentile, he goes out to the fall of Islam, in fact. Shukran indeed. Our number zero two one double four two three five three zero. That's a number. Uh, we'll take your calls off air, or you can do it the easy way. Simply SMS us your question to the number four seven nine one three. That is four seven nine one three. On the line, the Honourable Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain answering all of your questions. You with myself, Mohammed Zain Machit. Now the next question we move on to. It says, "What should I do when my siblings are treating me different because I'm now being more Allah conscious? I'm trying to." To be a better Muslim, but it seems they don't like it and are making me feel bad for it, Mufti. What you must do, dear brother, dear sister, is this you continue with your good deeds and keep on begging Almighty Allah to give your siblings, your brothers, sisters, also Hidayat and make them good practical Muslims. So you need to ask yourself this question, dear brother, dear sister. For who are you doing all this? If you are doing for Allah's sake, you continue. If you are doing for people's sake, then you will stop. So don't worry about them, their criticism, or looking at you so much scape like you know. <laughs> so you must remember that you continue with a good deed and you pay them back for their badness with goodness, inshallah. Now, Mufti, I'd like to know if it is permissible for a wife to get a belly piercing for her husband. Thus, her husband will be the only person who sees the piercing, Mufti. It is not permissible. Almighty Allah tells us in the Noble Quran, Surah 4, verse 119, when the shaitan was expelled from Jannah and Paradise, he took various oaths. One oath he said, I will command them and they will change the creation of Allah, Surah 4, verse 119. So this is changing the creation of Allah. Second one is imitating the non-Muslim fashion and culture. Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said authentic hadith in Abu Dawood, man tashabbaha bi qawmin fawa minhum, who imitates the people is from them. You got one opening there, what you another opening there in the belly? <laughs> Shukran indeed, Mufti. And our next question, it says, Mufti, uh, for some reason I just can't concentrate and I'm not focused in my salah. Is there anything that I can do so that I can hopefully perfect and concentrate on my salah, Mufti? There is a shaitan. The hadith is mentioned in Sahih Muslim. The shaitan's name is Khinzab. K-H-I-N-Z-A-B. Khinzab. Say, O oh Allah, protect me from Khinzab and the waswasa and whisperings of the shayateen. So that is what they do. They blow our fuses and confuse us in Salat. But you continue, increase and enhance the quantity and quality of Salat. And Almighty Allah will make your Salat perfect. Al-Lazina hum fi salatim khashi'un. Surah 23, verse number 2. This is a sign of the true believers. When they read Salat, they read Salat with complete devotion and concentration. Shukran indeed. Now Mufti, is it true that each one that walks on this dunya has a jinn that accompanies him all the time? Uh, if so, what are the basis for this Mufti? Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla has made for every human being good forces and bad forces. So the angels, they inspire the person towards good, and the jinnat, they inspire the human being towards vices. So that is true. So we must remember that, therefore, the shayateen, they come, they beautify the casino, the escort agency, the drugs, and the tuck, and all these type of things. So all, Allah, therefore, we say, 
اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم شیطان اور جن آل ٹوگیدر سو دے آر ون پارٹی دے ون ٹو بگائل آس اینڈ ڈیسیو آس Shikran indeed. We move on to our next question. Mufti, is it allowed for a male to make namaz in a shorts and have a bird pet on his shoulder as well? Remember, Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, commands us in the Noble Quran, Ya Bani Adam, Akhudu, Zinatakum, Inna Kulli Majjid, that when you go for Salat, you must take your beauty with you. So how can shorts be a beauty and birds and signs and all that of, in a, of animate objects So all that is against the teaching of the Qur'an and the Sunnah. So Almighty Allah commanded us, Surah 7, Surah Araf, verse number 31, When you go for Salat, wear beautiful clothes, respectable clothes, not just come with summer short pants and hot pants and al-dari khutah. <laughs> Well, the voice there of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain on the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. Uh, that's a Voice of the Cape. And, of course, uh, taking your calls on 021-442-3530 and your SMSs to the number 47913. Next question. It says, Mufti, my wife is very boring. Everything to her seems to be haram, um, in the bedroom especially, because she, I told her the only thing that is not permissible is back passage. But everything else can go. So it appears to be very Very boring. She doesn't want to do anything, Mufti. You must tell your wife the following story. You see the Ansar and the Muhajirin. The Muhajirin were in Makkah and the Ansar were in Medina. This hadith is mentioned in Abu Dawood. So the Muhajir went to have conjugal rights with their wives. So sometimes the husband on top, wife at the bottom. Sometimes wife on top, husband at the bottom. And the Ansari, they were just, you know, one, you know, husband on top, wife at the bottom. So the Muhajir got married to the Ansar lady. So he wanted sometimes different style, what have you. So they came to Nabi alayhi salam. Nabi alayhi salam said, What the piddubur wal haidah. Stay away from your wife when she is in the menses, the portion between the navel and the knees that must be covered, the hadith in Abu Dawood, when she is in menses, and second, the back passage that you can't, and nowadays the front passage, meaning front the mouth, so the oral also is not permissible. So beside that wife, everything is fine, so you can now, you know, spice up your life, don't make life day in the bedroom, have dead for your husband, mashallah, he seems to be a person who wants some adventure. <laughs> If a father never nafakad his children ever, but he went to Makkah twice and he supports strange women, what type of a Muslim is he? Obviously, that this person has the wrong end of the mishwak and his priorities are totally upside down. Going to Makkah once, twice, five times don't mean that we are a good person and we are now neglecting our real duties and that is, for, you know, sustaining, maintaining, giving the faqa to our children, to our wife and so forth. So definitely what he has done, he has committed a major, major sin and he must make toba and he must sever all ties with all the strange ladies. He's spending too much time with them and spending money on them. Shukran Mufti, I have a certain disability and I can't stinge up properly. What do I do because I have to make salah as well? 
Obviously, brother, in a case like that, you must try your level best to clean yourself. Even if you can't clean yourself in a sitting posture, then clean yourself in a standing posture. For example, when you finish relieving yourself, now you're still sitting, so now you can't clean yourself properly with the water and so forth. So stand up and then you wash yourself. And if something splashes, then you just wash your body from your navel downwards so you know you are pure and clean and dry here. Because for Salat, you will have to clean yourself thoroughly and properly and use the toilet paper with water and so forth, not toilet paper only. And so you must clean yourself properly and Hello, sir. The Mufti can ask. Next question says, Mufti, how do I go about to get a Syrian widow as a wife? Mufti, does the Mufti know? <laughs> yeah, I can see mix, mixing and all that, mixing and all that. But anyway, what you must do, brother, is that there are many, many Syrian ladies now who want to get married. There are 7 million people from Syria. We need to make special dua for them who are refugees. If you just go to Jordan and there is a refugee camp, they call Zatar. So I was there last year also in Jordan. So you should go if you really want to. And there, there are many Syrian widows, virgins also, and ladies who want to get married, come out of the hell hole in which they are. But your intention must be pure, not just hit and run and run away, you know. So after three months in here, it is Bayamway, let me go for another one and then divorce this one, that's not right. So you must say, no, I'll take her, look after her properly, then it's fine. So you can contact the brothers in Jordan and the camp today is called the Za'atar Refugee Camp. Now, Mufti, is a married man allowed to nafaka a divorced woman who had an affair with, who he had an affair with, and his own wife must work to help put food on the table? That's haram for him. Remember, his allegiance is to his wife and to his children, and he had an affair with another lady. Now his guilty conscience is making him feel, no, let me nafaka her, give maintenance. It's absolutely haram. He must sever all ties <coughs> with that lady. When he had an affair with that lady there, both of them have committed adultery, and both of them should be given the death penalty. But obviously we can't do that in our country, so both of them must make sincere toba and repent and sever ties completely. Shalom. The last question before we break for the Waqt of Maghrib and then after that about 10 to we'll continue with Q&A inshallah. It says, uh, Salam, when in sujood, should the eyes be open or closed and what surahs should be read for Salatul Layl Mufti? Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim aqrabu ma yakunu al-abdu min rabbi wa wasajidun fa aktiru fihi du'a the nearest the servant comes to Almighty Allah is while he's in sajda so read abundant du'a in that posture remember the whole salat you keep your eyes open standing ruku sajda you don't close your eyes and for qiyamul layl or tahajjud salat any surah you can read that you know Quran Kareem states faqra'u ma tayassara min al-Quran read that which is easy so any surah there's no particular specific surah to be read Shukran Indeed Mufti we'll leave it there for now we will be breaking for the walk of Maghrib and continue at about 10 to 7 for another 10 minutes inshallah until then Mufti Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh Wa Alaikum Assalamu Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh
Yes, of course, uh, Q&A on the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. So, yes, uh, we will squeeze in a few more questions um, uh, just before, oh, in fact, after Maghrib at about 10 to, and that will take us up to about 7 o'clock, inshallah. Of course, uh, pushing all the right buttons this evening on the other side, none other than uh, Mr. Faldi van der Lilly. And, of course, a reminder also that all the Q&A programs you can find on Iono FM. So, if you've missed out on the programs or you couldn't hear a particular program, you go on to VOC fm.co.za you will see there's a banner on the website on our website i own a fm go there look for voice of the cape and you'll find the list of programs you can either download it or listen to it right there for now we're going to break for the walk of maghrib inshallah while we continue, we've got a few minutes left of the program Q&A on The Voice of the Cape. And, of course, on the line, the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussain answering all of your questions. Our next question, Mufti, it says, uh, As a Muslim nowadays, we have divided into groups and madhab with a respect of all our best four imams, Imam Shafi, Maliki, Hanbal, and Hanafi. Why are we so into this madhab while the four imams was teaching people the right way of Islam and not to be divided? So what would Mufti advise to the people in South Africa? Imam Shafi, rahimahullah, gave one of the greatest answers to this. He said, Jami Whatever the scholars and the jurors say is sharhul sunnah is just an elaboration, explanation of the sunnah, the teaching of Nabi alayhi salam. And whatever is in the sunnah is sharhul quran is commentary, elaboration of the Quran. One point I will make clear here, when I say I follow the Shafi'i school or Hanbali school or Hanafi Maliki school, it does not mean we are following that personality despite his greatness. We are following Nabi Wasallam's hadith as understood by that imam's interpretation. So there's a big difference between the two. People think we are leaving the Quran and Sunnah and following that individual. That's incorrect. Shukran Mufti, what do uh, one do when you are buying a fridge from someone that is non-Muslim that uses it? So what must you do before you actually use the fridge, Mufti? When you buy the fridge and people were using <clears throat> it, non-Muslims, for their wine and swine, so clean it thoroughly, properly, everything, you know, whatever the ingredients you find, that you can get all the dirt out, all the traces out, so you must use all that. And thereafter, once you are satisfied, then you can use it. There's no problem in Islam. Inshallah. Shikam, for all the questions that we received this evening, that concludes our questions. And uh, that leaves us with three minutes for some nasikha from Mufti, inshallah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We all know that the elections and things are hotting up and so forth in our country. We as Muslims, what should we do? Remember three, four things we need to do. Almighty Allah teaches us, number one, وَذَرَبَ اللَّهُ مَثَلًا قَرِيَةً كَانَتْ آمِنَةً مُطْمَئِنَّا يَأْتِيهَا رِزْقُهَا رَغَدًا مِنْ كُلِّ مَكَانٍ فَكَفَرَتْ بِأَنُ When a person and a nation, they are ungrateful to Almighty Allah, فَأَذَاقَهَ اللَّهُ لِبَاسَ الْجُوءِ وَالْخَوْفِ Almighty Allah gives them a taste of the fear and of the hunger. 
to each one of us starting tonight. Please, my dear brother, sister, after Maghrib, after Isha, whenever is suitable for you, read two rakat salat, salatu shukr. Ya Allah, I thank you for all the bounties and favors which you have showered upon us. All my Allah complains of you and myself. And what does Allah say? وَقَلِيلٌ مِّنْ إِبَادِيَ shakur. Very few of my servants are very grateful and thankful. So that's point number one. Point number two is this, that take that money we have, even if it is 50 cent, one rand, and every day we help somebody, Muslim or non-Muslim, every day the hadith mentioned in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, the angels come down and they make the following announcement, Allahumma a'ati munfiqan khalafa, Ya Allah, the person who is spending, you give him more and more and a better replacement. You spend one, you get ten. You spend ten, you get hundred. Allahumma a'ati mumsikan talafa. Oh Allah, those who are hoarding and storing, they don't want to spend. You destroy their empire, destroy their wealth. So we need to become a people and a nation who are giving rather than receiving as far as possible. And third one, this is a beautiful, wonderful country we have. Beg all, may Allah, Jalla wa Allah, that all, may Allah, keeps this aman and this peace and tranquility. We don't land up in anarchy and all that. Allahumma aminna fi otanina. Oh Allah, grant us peace in this beloved country of ours. الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَلَمْ يَلْبِسُوا إِيمَانَهُمْ بِظُلْمٍ أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمُ الْأَمْنُ وَالْمُهْتَدُونَ Those people who have iman, they do not adulterate it with any injustice, kufr, shirk, and other forms of injustice. For such people, there will be peace and tranquility, and they will be on the right path, the guided people. Number one, shukr and gratitude. Number two, let us spend cash or kind. Number three, let us be sincere and then we will find the desired results. Barakallahu feekum, Brother Muhammad Zain, all the listeners, make dua for the Ummah at large. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And of course, that was the Honorable Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein answering all of your questions this evening. And that concludes our program. And once again, a big shukran to each and everyone for tuning in and especially to those that were posting their questions here this evening.